0: I'm Kelly Kleiman.
1: And I'm Jonathan Abarbanel.
0: And we're the Dueling Critics. Welcome to our podcast of news and reviews about Chicago theater.
1: And today we're talking about On the Town at the Marriott Theater in Lincolnshire running through October 12th. You know, Kelly, the period roughly from the 1940s to the 1970s is considered to be the golden age of the Broadway musical. And this summer, Chicago has seen two wonderful new productions of those Golden Age musicals. Brigadoon at the Goodman Theater, which you and I discussed, Fiddler on the Roof at Light Opera Works, and now we have a third from the Golden Age, the 1944 show, On the Town, never seen in Chicago in the 45 years that I've been a working theater person and critic here, and now in a splendid new production at the Marriott Theater. Frankly, it blows the other two out of the water.
0: I could not agree more. This show is revelatory. It is unbelievable to me that it's a piece that is 70 years old. It's certainly a period piece. It's set in the uh, final years of the Second World War, but it's not dated at all. It's completely fresh. Leonard Bernstein's score is magnificent, and David Bell, the director, keeps the show moving at the appropriately frenetic pace for a show about New York City.
1: Okay, we also have to credit heavily Alex Sanchez, the choreographer, because On the Town started life as a ballet called Fancy Free, music by Bernstein, and choreographed by the great Jerome Robbins. It was his concept, three World War II sailors on 24 hours leave in New York City. Within a matter of months it became a full-fledged Broadway musical. Bernstein's score expanded to fit in songs with lyrics by Betty Comden and Adolph Green and a book by Comden and Green. Adolph Green was the oldest of the four collaborators and he was 30. Bernstein and Jerome Robbins were 27. This show just exudes confidence and excitement and youthful energy. The exuberance of the show and the exuberance of this wonderful cast at Marriott Theatre just bubbles over into the
0: audience. Of course, you're right that Alex Sanchez is due all homage for the work that he's done with the choreography. I can say nothing more wonderful about it than that I wondered whether he had gotten Jerome Robbins' original choreography. I see that he hasn't. This is all his own work, but it reflects the best of Robbins, both the romantic and the athletic, which is familiar to many people who otherwise don't know about dance because Robbins choreographed the movie as well as the stage play of West Side Story.
1: One of the reasons the show has never been done in Chicago is because it requires six leads, three young men, three young women, who can both dance and also sing, and they have to do both very, very well. Also, Leonard Bernstein's music, which has that wonderful, jazzy, popular sound, but is far more difficult to play and sing than it sounds, and uh, everyone is splendid in this production. Now, I did say it's about three sailors on leave, and in 24 hours, they all manage to find romance. They're not all looking for it, but they all find it, one with a high society broad, one with a female cab driver, and the third with the girl next door, the ideal girl that you want to meet and marry, the story is thin, thin, thin as can be, especially compared, say, to Brigadoon or Fiddler on the Roof. It is silly, it is improbable, and it is so charming, and it is so endearing that you just embrace it. Now, there are not a lot of well-known songs from the show, but probably because they also used it in the movie, probably everyone knows the iconic opening and closing number, New York, New York, it's a hell of a town, the Bronx is up, and the Battery is down. But Bernstein also produced a couple of tender songs, which are pretty well-known. Lonely Town, and the second to the last song, the very wistful and tender Some Other Time, sung by all six of the principals and now a mainstay of cabaret artists.
0: They're all saying goodbye to one another at the front gate of the Brooklyn Navy Yard. It will bring a tear to your eye, but you'll be glad that you spent the evening with these people.
1: We need to acknowledge the leads. The three gobs sailors are played by Max Clayton, Seth Danner, and Jeff Smith who can sing and dance for days, and the only question is which one of them looks cuter in his sailor suit. Their female counterparts are played by Maria Grandi, who plays the comic taxicab driver, and sings and clowns her way to stealing every scene she is in. Also, Alison Jantze and Johanna Mackenzie Miller are the other two women in the lives of the three sailors.
0: But we mustn't neglect the work of the supporting characters. Veteran Barbara Robertson, who is very well known for her classical work and her work at Chicago Shakespeare, plays the evil piano teacher who is causing the girl next door to appear on Coney Island as a cooch dancer, which means that she's upside down with her legs revealed all the time. And she likewise steals every scene that she's in. And the boyfriend who is given the marvelous name of Pitkin W. Bridgework is played by Alex Goodrich and is just darling.
1: So we have On the Town. This is one of those shows you really don't want to miss if you like American musical theater, if you like A Good Night Out. On the Town, running at the Marriott Theater in Lincolnshire through October
0: 12th. And I will add only one thing, which is that On the Town is scheduled to be revived in New York in October as well, after this long hiatus. And my opinion is that they shouldn't bother. They should just pick up the Marriott production and move it to New York.
1: Well, it's an odd thing that this show, which is so rarely seen... In the past year, there have been three or four or five major new productions around the country. Marriott is just the most recent one. But it is a the, the different production from a different city that is making the Broadway transfer. Kelly, I hear you have a pick today.
0: I do indeed have a pick, and it's a good thing we're podcasting this one, because the name of the show is Stupid Fucking Bird. Now, I will do what the Sideshow Theater Company has done on the marquee of the Biograph Theater, which is to refer to it as Stupid Ficking Bird, although if you look at it really carefully, you can see that's an exclamation point and not an eye. Stupid Ficking Bird, despite its jokey name and a lot of humor in the first two-thirds of it, is an absolutely faithful adaptation of Chekhov's Seagull. It is moved into contemporary times, but it really gets every point that Chekhov was trying to bring forward. Everything that he leaves unsaid, which can make him so frustrating, is brought out here without being overly obvious, making it much more transparent to a contemporary audience. Seagull, in my view, is Chekhov's version of Hamlet. A young man is absolutely furious. His mother has married somebody else. He's envious of the new husband. He feels that the new husband has supplanted him, both professionally and personally. And meanwhile, if you imagine a hamlet in which King Claudius has seduced Ophelia, you'll know what's going on in Seagull. Our hero is in love with this woman. She decides to run away with the King Claudius character, with the older man, and thereby succeeds in destroying her life and destroying the life of the young man without in any way improving the life of the older man or of his wife. That's Seagull and that is Stupid Ficking Bird. It interpolates songs played to a ukulele. It has sketches which send up theatrical pretensions and it manages to genuinely get across how horrible it is to be in love with someone who doesn't love you and what insane things that makes you do. This is the Midwest premiere of Aaron Posner's play and Jonathan Green has directed it for Sideshow and it is terrific. It's a strong, thoughtful troupe And I'm grateful that Sideshow has been allowed to join the Victory Gardens Resident Theater Company program. It clearly deserves that support. This is playing through September 21st, and don't miss it. It's a good show if you don't know Seagull, and a great show if you do. The Dueling Critics
1: Podcast is a production of Miracle Podcasts. Remember, if
0: it's a great podcast, it's a miracle.
1: You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or go to DuelingCritics.net and click subscribe by email to have us delivered to your mailbox hot and fresh every Friday morning.
0: You can also listen to our back catalog in SoundCloud, follow us on Twitter at DuelingCritters.com, and like us on Facebook. Most important, you can hear us on alternate Sunday mornings at eight o'clock on WDCB Radio 90.9 FM, where we contribute to the arts section. I'm Kelly Kleiman.
1: You can read Kelly's work at HuffingtonPost.com and at ChicagoNow.com/slash the nonprofiteer. I'm Jonathan Abarbanel.
0: And you can read Jonathan at WindyCityTimes.com, TheaterMania.com, and Footlights.com.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.